Hello, welcome back to Being Black with Camille Smith, and today we are welcoming Madison. Madison's a content creator and blogger based in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a focus on natural hair, clean beauty, and wellness. She enjoys sharing safe beauty products and tips and tutorials that can help women of color achieve healthy natural hair and clear skin. She discusses self-care on her platforms and shares her personal experiences with mental health in hopes of inspiring other women. Madison is also known for her hashtag Maddie's tips, which I've benefited from, to share helpful information for incoming influencers and bloggers who want to learn how to grow their platforms, secure paid brand deals, and use Pinterest to maximize their influence. I am so excited to be talking to Madison because I told her before we started recording, her blog and her Instagram has been so awesome for people like me that have been, you know, trying to find my space within digital creation and potentially becoming an influencer and things of that nature. And her blog just so easily maps things out and and it's, you have to read it. I'm gonna be putting, of course, <laughs> in the description box. Thank but you. Further ado, Madison, what does being black mean to you? Being black means being a beautiful, confident woman who keeps her head up high no matter where she goes. I know that the world has changed so much since I grew up. I remember I used to go to certain parts of town um, where there weren't many black people. And I remember people used to just stare at me and it used to intimidate me in a way. Um, and I couldn't really understand why they wanted to make me feel like that until later on, once you know racism started being more talked about in the world. So my mom really taught me how to be confident with myself and keep my head up despite how other people feel about me. And being black also means that I'm gonna put my best foot forward no matter what I'm trying to achieve in life because I'm capable of doing anything that I want. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> um, do you have an actual concrete memory of either finding out what being black was, being black to other people or anything like that? I remember when my friend and I, I used to go to the mall all the time with my friends in high school. Um, we went to a shoe store and we were browsing, looking for new shoes to buy. And this white lady kept walking by looking at us. And I'm like, why is she staring at us? You know, there's a bunch of other people in the store. Um, and as we continued to stay in the store, I remember she came and told us, hey, we're about to close, you guys need to leave. But I'm like, why? You know, we still had time to shop. We were just looking for new shoes to buy. And I remember when we left the store, my friend yelled out loud, it's because we're black. And the lady had said something, I don't remember what she said, um, but she called security and everything. And he was nice enough. And he was like, you know, you guys can just go, just make sure, you know, you don't go back and cause any trouble. And from that moment, I was like, so my skin tone really does have an effect on people because I never really thought twice about it until that situation. And I think I was around 14 or 15 when that happened. So yeah, that stuck with me ever since then. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then how was it actually growing up in your area? Um, I live on a pretty much known as the black side of town. So I never really felt out of place unless I went to a different side of town, which is crazy. I never thought about, you know, being comfortable on my side of town versus someone else's, but I didn't really have a hard time growing up. You know, everyone in my neighborhood looks just like me. So I felt like I had people to relate to. Um, of course I went to people, I mean, I went to school with people who were different races, but I never, it never occurred to me how different I was until I got older. So 
growing up was pretty normal. I didn't go through anything terrible because of being black, but I lived in, I still live in a neighborhood that's mainly black. So I'm comfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. And I think I've been able to talk with a lot of people that grew up in predominantly white areas. So to talk to someone that grew up in a predominantly black area and you, you know, didn't have to really go through too many things or feeling different. It's just really nice to hear. Um, right. Do you have any advice for your younger self? Um, my advice would be to know that you're beautiful and that other people's opinions don't matter. Um, what they think about you does not define who you are as a person or who your future self will be. Um, and no one can tell you about yourself except yourself. So the only person's opinions that matters are mine and I've stuck with that. And I wish I could go back and actually tell myself that seriously. But I know when I grow up and have my own family, I'm gonna make sure to teach my kids that same thing. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think when I was growing up, I was just very, um, I was just too focused on what other people thought of me. And I think I grew up in a place that I was kind of the only one. That's why I was like, oh, okay, I'm representing, you know, a lot more than like myself. So I was always cognizant of what other people thought, but it's really not that important. Like you have to really, right. you know, go through life and make sure that you feel comfortable with what you're doing. And then if you know, mm -hmm. you like it, cool, people don't, who cares? Exactly. It is what it is. <laughs> um, so we're going to segue to our actual conversation today. And today we're going to be talking about being Black and a creator. Um, very, very excited about this because half of it, half this conversation is really just for me because I feel like I can just learn so much <laughs> from you. Um, but we're going to start off by talking about why did you start your blog? So I started Naturally Madison because I've always loved writing. Um, growing up, I always took writing classes. I liked writing stories. I had so much going on in my mind when I was little and I used to love putting it on paper. Um, I liked writing poetry and I've started like two or three blogs in the past but I never kept up with it. Um, so it wasn't until I started transitioning to natural hair that I decided I wanna document my journey. And around the time I had lost my job and I was going through a lot. So I originally started my page as a way to find just a positive space to be in. It just took me away from my personal problems that I was going through. Um, and I just started to you know, show my hair journey and eventually teach women how to take care of their hair, be confident with their hair. And it has led to where I am now with Naturally Madison. And a sidebar, so when did you start transitioning to your natural hair? Oh, I transitioned for like a year. Um, mm -hmm. I would say December 2016, okay. I started transitioning and I big chopped April 2018. Okay. Yeah, so it was about a year and five months because okay. I did not want to wear a teeny weeny afro. <laughs> <laughs> Could not. I was so used to having long, relaxed hair down my back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how am I going to walk around? My head is too big for no hair. <laughs> but no, I wish I could go back. I would have probably big chopped it, but transitioning helped me to learn how to take care of my hair and just learn patience because that's so important on this journey. Mm -hmm. um, and then do you feel that being Black has affected your journey at all as a creator or a blogger? I do. Um, and I never thought that being black would affect me as a creator. Um, compared to being in a nine to five job, I didn't think that, you know, we would have to go through racism or being looked over because we were black. So 
I know as I continue on this journey, I found out more things started coming out about how black creators don't get paid as much as white creators, or we have to fight harder to get paid our worth versus white creators. I remember um, there was this girl on Twitter, she was sharing her story and she said that a big brand reached out to her and they kept going back and forth with her about rates and claim that they, they didn't have a budget for her. But then one of her white friends messaged her and told her, hey, this brand gave me this much and didn't give me any pushback. So from that point, I knew that I would have to learn how to stand my ground and not allow any brand to take advantage of me because of my skin tone. But it does make it so much harder to be successful in this space because we have to fight just like we do in real life just to get paid what we're worth. So yeah, it has affected me a lot. And that's something else too to add for those that are watching or listening. Um, Madison really does a really, really, really good job in actually explaining a lot of these um, like influencer, I'll say terms that like things you need to know um, because like you said, for a nine to five, you have to fight to ensure that you're getting paid and the creator space, you have to make sure that you're getting paid as well. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, in the creator space, it honestly might be a little bit more difficult to ensure that you're being paid because there's not necessarily an outline as to what everyone is supposed to be following. Um, and right. Creative process is different, how they come up with content, whether they do video content versus posts, what social media platform they use, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, again, Madison does an amazing job, you know, explaining those things, breaking them down and um, ensuring that, you know, her and other Black creators and creators in general, you know, know these things. So when they enter into those conversations with brands, they know when they're potentially going to be taken advantage of. So I do mm -hmm. want to plug in for you because that was something <laughs> I didn't really know um, until I read your blog post about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're here now, you have a really, really nice Instagram, you have a pretty good platform. Um, I'm sure you're, you're really popular on Pinterest as well and like your blog. So what do you wanna actually do with your platform? Um, I haven't really thought too much ahead into the future, but I know that I still wanna use my platform to inspire other women on their journey, um, whether it's their natural hair journey, skincare, um, I've started talking about self-care, so I want to make sure that women know that they deserve to be put as a priority. They deserve peace of mind and happiness, and they have the power to change their mindset. No one else can have power over them. And I want to continue to encourage upcoming creators and even seasoned ones, too, who's been in the game for years now, because a lot of them still probably don't know, you know, the right direction to go. So I hope to use my platforms to continue to inspire them to learn more and to know their worth. And I wanna to continue to feature Black-owned brands on my platforms. Um, I started working with Black-owned brands when I started my natural hair journey. And I didn't know that many Black-owned brands existed until I came to social media. So I enjoy finding a brand for everything in my daily routine because there's a Black-owned brand for everything, whether it's a natural hair product, detergent for your clothes, anything. So. I wanna to continue to find them and feature them. And I wanna to continue to feature black creators as well, because like we just talked about, it's harder for us to get partnerships and get paid. So what I've started doing, whenever I see a black creator with a paid partnership, I like sharing them on my stories and encouraging my audience to support them. And I actually got this idea from a different creator, The Blended Beauty. Um, she was my coach. And once she started, I said, that's a good idea because you know, 
it's harder for people to engage with sponsored content in the first place because when they see the ad, they just want to keep scrolling. So I like using my platform to feature the Black creators and encourage others to support them. And in turn, that'll bring them in front of more brands and they can get potential partnerships in the future. And that's something that I really, really like about you, like your page specifically, is um, I very much have noticed that you actively try to hype. I'm not even sure if you know them directly, but like people, other Black creators. Um, and I think being able to see, because how do I explain that? Like, th- that's like my mentality about things. So like mm-hmm. brands, like you mentioned, like if you can find a Black-owned brand for literally everything. So like my skincare and hair care, that's like really what I'm into the mm-hmm. products are either black owned or black indigenous people of color owned. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that is a conscious decision that you have to make because some larger brands that are owned by non-black people of color, um, it, it's just easier to access sometimes. Um, right. But I have been actively trying to make that conscious effort. And like, if I have a friend that, you know, she or he or they are doing like something that they really, really like, like, I talk about them. I'll put them on my story and be like, hey, like mm-hmm. this or like, again, with you, like seeing your friends or seeing black creators that you like being like, oh, like they have this sponsored content, like go engage, mm-hmm. look at this, look at this. I think it's just really important to like uplift one another because I feel like oftentimes we don't do that all the time or no. feel like, oh, it might, you know, take away from what I'm doing which mm-hmm. true, we can all get, you know, stack our coins together. And just- yes, there's plenty to go around. Trust me, <laughs> the industry grows every day. So mm-hmm. it's not taking anything out of my pockets. Um, if anything, it helps me build more connections with people. And I know that same love, genuine love will come back to me in the future. Mm-hmm. So exactly. You know, so I hope I more people start that. doing it. I see you and I genuinely do appreciate it. That was, I think, I mean that among a lot of other things, but that's like one of the reasons why like I constantly go back to your page because I always find other people that I'm like, oh, like they talk about natural hair, cool, follow. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> what products are they using? And I just, again, think it's really cool to be able to put other people on to other people because again, if we're all, you know, united and able to help one another, I think that that's better than trying to be in competition with one another when that's not, you know, necessary. Um, right. So do you have any advice for other up and coming black creators like myself, hopefully? (laughs) Don't say hopefully it will happen. Mm -hmm. Um, My advice is to just be confident in yourself and know the value that you bring to the table and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do this or that you're not good enough or or that you charge too much. Please don't let any brands tell you that. I can't tell you how many times I've been told that and it kind of discouraged me and made me want to drop my prices but honestly you're probably not charging enough so I would encourage black creators to ask for what they want um aim high and just stand firm in what they know they're worth and just ask for it because you won't get what you don't ask for pretty much so that's my advice what's that that people always say closed mouths don't get fed someone nope yeah yeah that's what it is (laughs) Exactly. So do you have anything else you want to add to our conversation or you want the viewers to know? Please feel free to plug your Instagram and your blog if you would like. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at naturally underscore Madison and also Pinterest. Um, my blog is naturallymadison.com. Um, like you said at the beginning, I like sharing clean beauty products and I like sharing these because I have sensitive skin and a sensitive scalp. And I, I always want to encourage everyone to use safe products for their skin. 
and their hair, especially if they want healthier hair and skin in the future. Um, and I like encouraging women to put mental health as their priority. I enjoy sharing my personal story and experiences with anxiety and depression and pretty much using that to encourage others to put themselves first and, you know, encouraging other creators to just go for it. So follow me, you won't regret it. <laughs> Join Maddie Squad. Yes, I promise you guys, you will not regret it. Madison, thank you so, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with me. I think this will be really, really helpful to, if, honestly, if it's not helpful to anybody else, it's helpful for me. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be helpful for other people. And I'm really happy that I'm able to, you know, showcase you to at least my inner circle, my family, and for anyone else that decides to watch. So thank you so much. And for those watching, please tune in next week for another Being Black video. Bye.